0: Welcome to episode 94 of In Touch With iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklars. here. How are you doing, Warren? Good evening. I'm good. Hopefully, you're good as well. Yeah, we're hanging in there, uh, and uh, I am absolutely thrilled to have a guest this week, Mr. Barry Folk, IT professional, uh, mobile extraordinaire, and... uh, he's a podcast enthusiast i guess i would sure. say too barry how you doing barry
1: <laughs> very good thank you good to see you david and warren great to be with you guys tonight
0: yeah great and uh you i see and gonna see it in the facebook because we are uh, streaming live here on facebook uh for, for during the show you have a bit of wine you wanted to share oh, uh, yeah i, the... I want
1: to thank you again for these glasses that you uh gifted to me it was really nice but uh as you and I are both baseball enthusiasts, you are definitely the Cubs fan yes, of the group. Are. I want to share a championship bottle that came out Chicago Cubs. In 2016. So I'm going to open this up and share while we well, virtually share while we're uh, Please, podcasting. Well, virtually
0: sir. yeah. That that was a fine year, I must admit.
1: <laughs> Indeed, it was. So
0: the, the Chicago Cubs won the World Series that year, and you get a nice bottle uh, to do
1: that. So a little fully um, work um, right well, here while I open it up, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Mike plant's going to like this. he got some wine going here. Yeah, absolutely. What, kind of, what
2: kind of wine is it? Daniel Sullivan uh, wants to know a,
1: what it's called. Yeah, this is a red blend.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Let's see if they give me a breakdown.
2: No, they don't. It? We'll yeah, it's just red. a red
1: blend. All right. But it was uh, available at a place called the Donner's Grove Wine Shop, which is uh west yep. uh, of Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, a really good place. The owner at the time, she was really uh, an expert in wines and she called me up. She's like, Hey, I was able to score a small batch. Are you interested? And I'm like, Well, oh, yeah. Nothing else. This bottle will be a, a great collector's item. So
2: nice.
1: We'll see yeah. how the quality of the wine is soon.
2: Well, all right. I don't know if the Cubs are going to play yeah. this year, but drink to them.
0: Yeah. Positive thoughts. Positive thoughts.
1: You know, uh,
0: we're going to be, and the White Sox, because Barry is a big White Sox fan. I am. Fan,
1: so, but but I love, he's a Chicago fan at I heart. Am. And I love baseball. And actually, one of the reasons <laughs> I was asking Warren about, about Philadelphia was I was actually going to go out there in May, catch a Phillies game. And um, so that's not going to happen, unfortunately, this year.
2: No, 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 unfortunately We're not. Especially so. uh, opening so. day a week ago. It was supposed to be opening day a week
1: ago.
0: Yeah, it
2: was at least two weeks ago. But anyway, um,
0: um, we got a great show for you today. Um, huh, something happened, Just got talked released. I think. Oh uh, yeah, the iPhone SE. We're gonna have a, t- a lot of great conversation about that. Uh, and uh, we also are gonna talk about the iPad Pro because Barry has an iPad Pro 2020 model, Indeed. and I can't wait to hear his thoughts about uh, about that. And um, plus, I have a new. Uh, I-, I have a new, Sonic. Uh, uh, speaker, the, the move, and Sonos. When I say Sonic, Sonos, uh, speaker, which is uh, pretty awesome for my 20th anniversary of my work. Uh, gonna have to give you my review of that, not the hedgehog. Uh, because, um, and, and, and what's that? It's, <laughs> no, it's not the hedgehog,
1: Sonos the hedgehog, it's not the
0: hedgehog, no, it's not the hedgehog. And then people have been giving me, giving me some razzing. Oh, you're not buying an Apple product. I'm like, well, it still works with yeah, Apple product and, 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 so we'll, we'll go, we'll get into it. It's free, so and it was free. Yeah. So let's uh we'll get into that in the show a little bit in a little bit here. Um but uh let's uh let's kick over and uh and talk about a little bit of the news that there was in this week. Um first story caught my eye was uh, the HomePod uh the operating system is now based on tvOS instead of iOS. And then there's also some rumors about a smaller HomePod. This was in uh, Mac Rumors. Um, the uh, the software that runs on HomePod and all its variants was iOS, but I guess each one is differentiated by the tweaks made by the device and the software that it's intended to run on. So this is feature- this featuring some unique interfaces, APIs, and all kinds of other stuff. So um, so it, it it's interesting to see where this this HomePod goes. And actually, now talking about the Sonos, I mean it's like I. I I can't say I might be liking the Sonos more than my my two HomePods I have sitting next to me here. Um, uh, Warren, what did you think about this?
2: Yeah, from uh, from what I read, uh, a lot of it had to do with uh, the fact that the HomePod and the Apple uh, the Apple TV TVOS are power based. Uh, they're always plugged into like full electric power, and they were saying that that caused a little, you know them to change things around and tweak it that way where, mm-hmm. uh, iOS devices were more, you know, based on, uh, battery consumption, things like that. So, you know, maybe they could do more with that. Um, yeah. And as far as a smaller home pods, you yeah, know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested. Uh, I have two home pods yeah. and, uh, as I, as I do, you know, I, so, you know, I have two home pods and I have a, a, a whole bunch of, uh, 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 Amazons and, you know, Basically my wife just she doesn't even know the home pods are there. And I keep trying to get her to to talk to the home pods and she's <laughs> like, she'll always say the A lady and save like Hey you. And, and the thing is, you know, that when she says the A lady and wants to play music, the A Lady does a good job and it sounds fine. So, you know, for her it's yeah. fine. So um but yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely uh, you know, they've been people been asking for a cheaper home pod. So we'll see what it is. Yeah. See what it is.
1: Barry, what Barry, what'd you think? You have HomePods, I assume. Yeah, right? I actually, I'm just a single HomePod family, um, but it's okay. it's not crazy like, <laughs> like no, us. No, and, and part of that is is a cost factor, and, and to what Warren was saying, um, similar situation where you find you know people in the house use each device differently. And I'm a huge yeah. fan of Siri. I've always been, um, and partially because yeah. the watch and it works so well and accurately with the watch. It's my go to device, and Warren, to your other point, the sound quality on the HomePod can't be beat. You know, the, the, uh, the Amazon Echo is a good device. It's certainly uh, quick and easy to use. Um, and I know some of the higher-end ones have, have decent sound, but you really just can't beat the, the mics and the speaker quality in the HomePod. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this uh, newer, smaller device because then if it comes in a good price point, you know, I'd say one 149 something like that. I'd definitely pick up one or two. And I'd be curious if they're also leveraging the fact that they might have more spatial awareness. So I know with two, would get some really great stereo, but if we can do more like a 5.1 uh, effect, I think that would, that would be a killer reason for me to buy two or three or whatever it's needed to, to make that happen. So let's, uh, let's see what that comes out yeah for sure um next story caught my eye was um
0: walgreens uh, uh, is now uh, without with the with the, with the pandemic, pandemic going on right now um they are giving three percent cash back when you use uh, your actual physical apple card in the drive-thru uh through the uh end, through the end of june um and apple sent out these emails to the card holders i'm a card holder i'm sure all of us here are and uh and you can use this uh, in the Walgreens, and which I think is great because usually when you use a credit card, you, it's only one percent cash. So now you can get three percent. I'm seeing a trend here. I'm seeing, wondering if, if some, some other, the, uh, some of the other um, retailers is, are going to follow suit with this you know, as things go by. What do you think, Barry? Yeah, I was.
1: I definitely think Apple is being aggressive, and certainly in. I like to think a, a positive way, seeing how they can make a po- more positive experience during yeah. this this pandemic. The question I have, and I'm not sure, if Dave or Warren, you know, do you know what the the cash back percentage is if you use the uh, contactless? You know, if you're using your watch or your phone.
0: It's so, usually three percent with Walgreens, if um, okay. depending on the item that you so purchase, yeah. But everything else is everything else is two yeah. so, percent. So I mean,
1: that's definitely a positive. I mean, it's it's something you know we've 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 talked about these kind of things before. Especially in this day and age, the fact that you don't have to touch anything is kind of nice with the app uh, with Apple Pay uh, for those devices. And I know our Walgreens here definitely support that. So, in fact, if you've got yep. the Walgreens loyalty card, that automatically comes up too, which is which is super nice. So, I think right. very positive. Um, and certainly for those of you who have Walgreens, that the drive through and, and drive drop off services are great.
2: Yeah, um, Warren, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I live in a unfortunately CVS country and uh, we yeah. don't have a lot of Walgreens around here. And CVS is like the opposite. It took them forever just to take Apple Pay and they, they really just to take yeah, Apple yeah. Pay. Yeah. <laughs> they were <they're> fighting. <laughs> yeah. It. Um, but yeah, Apple does these kind of things here and there. And they, they you know, you'll see other specials um, uh, where you get a couple dollars off if you order sneakers from this company. Like so every few months, they offer yeah. these kind of specials. So it's, it's nice, a good little perk
0: yeah and um next story uh, apple's uh u.s quarter activations hit an all-time high five years um this was an article in apple must um they 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 said they said it, uh, that uh that there was there's quite an increase over year over year um pretty impressive uh, some of the numbers over here um i'm trying to see where the numbers here but uh uh yeah they 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 did quite well in this last quarter selling uh selling uh a lot more than what they did over Android. Um so what did you think, Porn?
2: Yeah, I think especially well, they're good and I think they're going to get even better with the uh, the new phone that just dropped uh, next time. Um, oh yeah, it's going to be insane. as we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean they they have a good lineup uh even before the the uh, the expensive phone came out. Um and um for the most part, um yeah, I you know, I'll, I'll a lot of companies are hurting, but people still need phones. And, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to keep going. Your,
1: your thoughts, Barry? Yeah, I, the, I, I had an interesting data point or two that, uh, at least from a large corporation and uh, David, yeah. you probably saw some of this too. When, when things were starting to get really, we're uh, starting to really shift to a work from home mentality and the need for device connectivity was ramping up. So this would be, you know, early part of March. Um both large of uh, the two large carriers here at and T and Verizon reached out to me and said, By the way, you should get your orders in now because our stock is being depleted' and then people, many, yeah. many companies are doing huge bulk orders um, to the point where they were actually running really low on supply. Plus, they'd already had supply chain yeah. issues from China. So uh, not surprised here. Um, I think then in, in some respects, that will be remain high uh, in working with our uh, with our mobility vendor. They're seeing huge pass-through orders still happening, um, so it's just uh, I think it's going to be an interesting wave for a while. Um, so far, yeah. as far as I can tell, at least out by me and I'm near O'Hare, uh, cell coverage has been been strong. We haven't seen too many drop-offs. There have been a couple points I've noticed near some clusters when I have had to go down in Chicago where it used to be fine, and now I'm seeing it. Uh, yeah. They're really starting to struggle a bit just because the sheer number of people using mobile devices
0: yeah um and then the next story was uh facebook facebook launched a new quote-unquote kit app for the apple watch to keep in touch with your closest friends this is a uh, facebook's experimental npe team that today had launched the uh new app called the kit or keep in touch for connecting with close friends over messenger on the apple watch the way you get started it says okay. user scans it, a qr code on the apple watch and you enter an access code uh, and then uh, you uh, go through and you're talking to your friends on the, on your iPhone, Apple Watch. I found this very intriguing. What do you think, Barry, on this one?
1: Well, unfortunately, I'm not much of a Facebook user. I tend to, right, ch- check in no, when I'm fine. at the airport and tell you where I'm flying, and that's about it. I mean, it sounds intriguing, um, but I think you two gentlemen are <laughs> both much more Facebook oriented. So maybe you, yeah, you know, catch your yeah, thoughts,
2: yeah. Warren. Yeah, what'd you think on this? Yeah, no, I saw it. I mean, uh, th- there's already a messenger. Um, you can get messages on your watch uh, from Facebook as it is now, but it's it's not great. So yeah. this might help a little bit. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of people were, are, you know, a lot, the big question that everybody asks when they get the watch is, how do I get uh, Facebook on my watch? And there's never really been a good answer for that. Um, there still isn't. But Um, It looks like this is a good step towards trying to get some more functionality uh, of Messenger. They're doing a big Messenger type of push out there. They just released a Messenger for Mac Mac OS and they just uh, redesigned the iOS app um, or at least uh, shrunk it. um, The the size of it um, went to like uh, 77 megabytes from something else. And uh, so they're doing some work, which is good. And uh, the other thing they just released is something, it's sort of like a it's on the article but it's going to be like a private almost like a private communication channel between you and a friend or or a spouse or something like that which is uh supposedly rolling out too so they're doing uh they're doing a couple yeah. of good things i guess i haven't i haven't played yeah. with it i didn't even know how to get it so maybe i'll play around with it
0: yeah i i saw this I thought this is something to talk about and uh interesting to look at um then the last story we have is uh this actually uh, just uh, put, uh, came out uh, today as we record this this was on the verge you can now activate your google Fi via eSIM on the newer iphones uh, because before you had to get a sim actually from from google with the google fi in order to use this and uh this is still, I think, probably still pretty new with, for Google, but uh, it can But they're saying it can be activated via eSIM if you so choose. Um, this means you'll be able to get your Google Fi number on your iPhone, and then in addition to your other number, so you can do dual dual lines. So you can do a SIM and an eSIM. That's kind of how I do it. With uh, I have Mint Mobile, and I have T-Mobile, uh, and then um, I. If I want to have dual SIM on my iPhone 11 Pro Max, I do that. Uh, but uh, this is interesting. I'm glad that Google finally gave into this because you know, I I always wanted to uh, to do, try the uh, use the Google Fi service. I have a uh, an old Pixel 2 XL that I had been had activated on there, and you know because those phones obviously were were eSIM. So uh, what do you think, Barry, on this one? Yeah,
1: this this one I found really intriguing, and I'm a huge fan of eSIMs. And Dave, you and I talked about yeah, this last year because we both were traveling internationally. Um, and I think we right. both went T-Mobile on our eSIMs, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And mm-hmm. there's a huge benefit in T-Mobile in general internationally. They're they're very uh, cost uh, friendly, um, and then the ability to go into most countries and certainly Europe now, which you know you don't they don't have roaming charges like you used to. You get right. one SIM. And most stores will sell you something really cheap. I mean, I forget what I got. Like it was 40 gigabytes for like $10 US. I mean, it was it was amazing. Right. And so because I had that, I could still, I mean, I love the dual SIM functionality because everything would still come in through my main primary number, but the data was pulled off the local SIM and local carrier. So I think for Google Fi, uh, it's really an opportunity, I think, again, and this, from my understanding, it's very favorable data rates. You only pay what you use. Yeah. And Right. I would say this is a really good entrance for uh, Google to get in there. Now, always a little bit curious to see what Google might do with some of that data, but I think, you know, for someone who travels occasionally, this is a great opportunity.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, Warren, what did you think? Yeah, Pretty much the same. I, You know, the eSIM came in handy for me when I traveled to Italy last. Uh, I I did uh, one of those global eSIMs, um, which was – they're a little more expensive than some of the others, but it wasn't expensive as using your, at the time I have Verizon, of course T-Mobile would have been better. Um, Google Fi, my my nephew has it. He loves it. Um, I know when it first was available to the iPhone, it was kind of a, a mess. You had to use the app to, to even use it on an iPhone. So this is like kind of getting to where it's actually uh, tempting to try out without, you know, Having to jump through hoops to get through it, yeah. um, it, the data, the the plans are kind of weird though. They they're they're still not unlimited. Uh, you still pay a certain uh for a certain amount of data. It's a cheap rate, but it's it's not it's not yeah. unlimited. Yeah, it is. Yep. It is. So uh, that's the news we saw for this week. Uh, let's get
0: into our topics for this week. Um, and we always start off with beta because uh, Warren always has a beta uh, discussion to talk about because he's on beta yeah, on every not the single s- device <laughs> that he owns. It's not much going on. Well, they had the second beta. The, the second beta came out. It if it has anything, is another story. Um, what was uh, – th- 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 saw, I saw nothing, at least what they described or what, or what uh, it does. This sounds like this is just going to be a very small incremental uh, update
2: uh, once it comes out.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't notice
2: any changes in iOS or iPad OS. To be honest with you, yeah. uh, the the macOS beta came out today, and that was the same except it has this battery health uh, feature, which is uh, kind of the same, uh, not the same, but similar to the iOS uh, battery health. Similar. Um, but otherwise, you know, I put it on it, and you know, kind of like what you're you're saying here. I don't think it's gonna. Um, it w- w- And Barry will notice too, but and and so will you. But as the as uh, WWDC gets closer, and they release uh, iOS 15 or uh, whatever 14 14, or 13 now, yeah. So when they release 14, 14. um, they they try their best to have a final. They they don't they don't want to end up having to patch the the last release of uh, these devices. So um, they they try to get like a really polished final version of uh of right the operating system. So that's yeah what they're going for right now.
1: Yeah, I agree It just seems like this is, yeah, their last, like you're saying, super solid release before it comes out. Uh, I haven't seen yep. any features as well. Um, but I'm gonna see I'm glad to see that they're doing a couple. And yeah, I would expect this to probably come out towards the end of uh May. And I assume it's gonna have anything that might have feature wise from the iPhone SE is already baked in. Right. So Uh, The only other thing I can think of is it'll probably have some features that'll help with the uh, Magic Keyboard, which we'll talk about in a minute.
0: We will. And uh, did you notice anything with, I know, watchOS uh, had an update, too. Didn't it have a beta version? Yeah, uh, Yeah, and And I didn't notice any. any any No changes on there either, right? No changes
2: that i noticed, no. Yeah,
0: beta has been quiet. That's probably a good thing. (laughs) Exactly. uh so yep we'll just we'll be waiting for ios 14 start talking about that and then once that comes out you'll definitely be hearing more about that on the show and uh, uh we will uh definitely have some uh, discussion about it um so uh the other announcement that we had was the fact that apple announced the iphone se yesterday as uh we record this and um i wanted to get your guys, the initial thoughts of what you saw in the specs, and um, and I, I'll give you give my opinions. Um, uh, but um, but uh, I, I'm absolutely ecstatic that they came out with this phone because uh, they it's going to sell like crazy, it's going to get even more people in the iPhone ecosystem. Um, people are looking, look, looking for a more affordable phone. Um, and Barry, you the, being the mobile guy, what, what were your first thoughts on yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, I was,
1: I was hesitant because there are a lot of rumors that have been floating around for a while, so I was curious to see what it was going to yeah. be. Um, basically, it's sort of like an iPhone 8, right? But it's got, it, it retains right. the, the Touch ID. And I think for, there's a segment of people that love that and totally think that's great that Apple's still keeping that as a line for people who would prefer that type of device. Um, I think the two things I was surprised at were the internals, that the chip itself, yeah. processor, you're putting basically best of breed out there and you're lowering the price down to is a 399 correct yeah right, i mean that's right. that's unapple like in a good way uh because it's it's you're yeah. you're getting still a premium device at uh one of the lowest price points that they've done and i think timing is good people like the smaller device there's a se- segment of people yeah. um that appreciate that uh in this time where there's a lot of economic uncertainty it makes sense for apple as well you're keeping revenue flowing for them i mean they're not hurting i mean they've got more in the reserves than most countries do but that said yeah. you still want to have a healthy company that can innovate and go forward i my opinion is that they've they've been sitting on a lot of these uh type of chips you know that doesn't have everything right that doesn't have some of the the lidar it doesn't have some of the other Uh, 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 features that you'll find in some of the other phones. I suspect that when the iPhone 12 comes out uh, this fall, if it does, not only will I have 5G, I think it'll just have a blisteringly insanely fast chip.
2: Um,
1: Again, that's fine. I mean, the the new SE is a great phone across the board. If someone says you can't have your uh, your 11 Pro Max anymore, here's a Mm -hmm. device, I'd miss the screen size, but a lot of the, the rest of it, I'd be like, it's a darn good phone. You
0: know, uh, I um, I had an interesting tweet this morning with our friend Julie Keel. Mm-hmm. She she's like, I'm buying this phone. And I don't know if you saw that tweet mm-hmm. I did this morning with her. Um, and I said to her, I said, oh well, you. I asked her what phone do you have. She says the 10R, and I'm like, okay, the 10R. To me, the 10R is probably a little better than this new. I mean, SE, you're talking about a, sense, a 4.7 than, uh, inch
1: screen up to six one, I think.
0: 6.1 yeah. right i'm looking at the specs here on apple site and you're going from a true depth camera to a facetime ad hd type camera right. so that you're not getting as good a camera um but uh but you're going from face id back to touch id with that yeah. it's, it's an a12 chip versus an a13 so there really is and and, and the interesting thing is uh, apple is still selling this uh, this phone warren what'd you think why uh, why why there, apple was going to continue to sell this at 10r
2: um, I'm not sure. Are they still selling the 10R at this point? I yep. guess are. So, yeah, yeah. Still oh, it's still uh, Yeah, it's on the. Sh- so, it's still uh, available. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. people, you know, just really don't like Face ID, and this is going to be the option. If they really don't like Face ID, they're going to take this uh, phone. Uh, Go to the SE instead. With the SE, and it's still about three hundred dollars cheaper um, than the other one. So. I mean, they both have their place, right? The uh, the XR starts. At, it used to be seven hundred, I think, right? It was uh, seven.
0: Yeah, it starts the X, the ten R starts at six six hundred five ninety
2: nine. It dropped Okay, it drops the price. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it, I think it's good to have the options, and you know, if I had to choose between the ten R and the Nessie, I would go with the the ten R uh, personally. Yeah, um, and
1: that's yeah. No, I, I I'm similar. Yeah, I, I'm a face big. ID kind of guy, and and part of that is you know, when you, once you shift, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to go back and forth. And I know that sounds, you know, perhaps yeah. petty, I agree. Um, but I still have a lot of eights in our environment. So I do well handle them. And it's like, you know, and I, I'm just used to swiping up and it's like, oh, and that's fine. Um, but Correct. when I'm using my iPad on a regular basis as well, and that's all face ID, then I'm used to one command that's the same on both devices. So that's, but that's my preference. And I think it's good that Apple is being open to this. They're not just deprecating the technology, and I don't see them do- doing it anytime soon. They'll keep this level of phone, no. I think, for quite many, quite a few many years.
0: Yeah, and it seems like it, because they they kept the seven and the eight on in the market for a mm-hmm. while. And and I think what this 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 iPhone se first off, it's a little it's getting a little confusing because the old SE, which was a, which was a smaller was a smaller screen, I think it was a four-inch right. screen, um, was uh n- nowhere near the power of this one because it was matched to the iPhone 5's uh styling. Uh, but it had the six six S guts, so it had a little faster processor. I in think it. that was the fastest. Um, but that was the
2: fastest phone at the time. I think too, the one that came yeah, out. Yeah,
0: at that time, yeah, yeah, it was when the S, the first SE came out. So if you look at if you if you compare them with the eight, you, know, you really could call this the, the the really the eight S as as sure. they've done with the six or six S because you you compare these two phones, they're the iPhones are exactly the same. They really the only difference is is the is the A
2: eleven versus the A13 chip. I read A thirteen. I right um I read something on Facebook. Somebody uh, said uh, it's a Ferrari engine in a Honda Accord body, and that's that's pretty much what I. It's it's a because yeah because you look
0: at the specs. I mean I mean I mean yeah the 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 eight only went they were only selling it up to one twenty eight in the space. I don't count the space. I mean you can get as much space as you want. Uh, The uh, but the the pixel on the display exactly the same contrast ratio exactly the same. So you really go down to the display, they're, they're the same. Yeah. They're the same exact model. Uh, no difference. So,
2: this is great for people who just want, like, you know, who need a phone now and, you know, don't want to think too much about it. It's also perfect for, like, uh, you know, for this time right now where people are home because, again, a lot of people are wearing yeah. masks, so they took foot, uh, like myself. Touch ID is uh, pretty good. I would almost get this as a second phone for work, and I bet a lot of people working from home yeah. – Don't, you know, a lot of companies are like, well, you know, they used to be here in the office and they didn't have a a work cell phone because they were, they had their own phone line in the office and now they're home and we got to get a a hold of them. You know, send them one of these. I mean, this is just a a perfect, I don't want to say throwaway phone, but it's definitely a very valid decision for for a lot of people at home and a lot of businesses that just want to get somebody a phone in their hand. Oh,
0: 100%. Hundred percent, and I mean, and you also got to look at the colors. Um, the uh, the eight was just as was the blas silver, and then it was uh, the space gray, and it was the it was a gold. Whereas the the SE second gen, they went uh, black, a nice deep black, and, and a red, the, the product red, and then white. Now with with the ten i I'm kind of looking at the ten R. The fact is, they're giving you uh, six color choices, so people could go from blue to the 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 coral to the product red um so maybe they're left they're left leaving that on the market only because people like colors sure. you know or,
1: um, well and if you look at it too like if you're used to paying a subsidy each month with your carrier i mean this phone is right. less than ten dollars a month and right. or you can do trade-ins i think it's 299 229 excuse me with a trade-in i mean that's that's really uh, that's on apple like but in a very positive way again that more people can get these, especially if you've been on your fence, I'm sure they're liking to boost their conversion numbers from Android users. Um I think the last uh, study came out that it's been sitting at about ninety percent people repeat buy on both platforms, and it's been steady for a while, so maybe they'll get a little bump from this as well
0: yeah, if you go and if you go through the pricing, actually, you know if I were to trade in the ten r I have, it's giving you a three hundred dollar value just for that phone alone to trade it in if you wanted to trade up to this phone so that's what i'm saying it's it they're very it's like apples to apples they're basically the same yep. the, the same uh, phone um you do get choices between the 64 and the 128 or the 256 so uh the the, the jump between the two, 64 and the 128 is only like a 40 dollar difference in price so it's that's it's not huge so i don't always say 128 is a good sweet spot for this phone um as far as carriers go it's awesome at purchase you can uh Go pick your carrier, and or you can do SIM free. So this, you know, if I were to trade this in, this this phone's going to cost me ninety nine bucks. It's like okay, but I want to. I think
1: the ten R is a better phone, don't you
0: think? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I mean, this is the ten R is uh, is our current standard at work, and people have really liked yeah. that device because they like the larger screen in yeah, general. It's great. Um, I, rarely do I get requests for a smaller phone. I mean, there's a couple people, of course, um, but. I, I, so I think this could be a, a good option, and I think we'll kind of watch where the market goes in the next six to twelve months because we typically do a right. revalidation of our current standards usually in the in the fall. So we'll kind of see this. This could, this could yeah. very well uh, replace the ten R if there's demand for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, just to have a good, simple phone, but it's powerful. That's the thing. I mean, it's a nice phone, but 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 it's got enough power that it's going to give you. Uh, satisfaction with having this iphone um again like we we talked about you got to decide face id or touch id if it's if you're hanging up on that and there are a lot of people out there still like touch id they're gonna be very happy with this phone um so there's that hang up right there but uh take a look at that part of it when you think about that this phone uh the apple care price actually dropped like 40 or 50 dollars. so it's only 79 dollars to get apple care on this on this iphone so which is great so uh, you do, i always recommend getting that on on iPhones cuz you don't know you're going to get damaged they it, it, it just you just never know. They do have a theft and loss plan too if you wanted to do it and that's $149 if you wanted to do that. Um but uh one thing they did uh do is they're not allowing this to be as part of the the iPhone trade-in program. Uh, and I've been using that program forever yeah. on all iPhones that I've purchased. So because of its low cost they uh, it makes sense, but you can go in use your Apple card and you'll get you'll get 3% cash sure. back on the purchase. So um, so I think this is going to be an affordable phone. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to sell like crazy. I would, I would not be at all surprised that they'd be sold out at, at launch time coming, uh, I believe, I believe they're taking pre-orders tomorrow, right? on Friday. Right. Um, and, um, and, uh, any other thoughts, uh, Barry, you have uh, on, on this phone? No, and, I mean, well, and,
1: we always t- t- pilot these type of devices. We have a core group of people at our yeah, work like, that like to, to, well, they like to play with stuff, myself included. Um, but no, I know no. for me, this you know, I, mean, I, I like the larger screen. That's just my personal preference. Yeah, me too. But again, there's there are other people that might have some good feedback, and part of it is testing the applications. What's the response? What's the, the display? Because some of the applications may not look that great on a smaller screen. So we'll see.
0: And Warren, uh, any final thoughts on this on the iPhone uh, SE? And no, I mean it doesn't really, really have anything
2: at- you know that. You know that's shocking. The only thing it has uh, that is interesting is the uh, it has a Wi-Fi six, the AX on it, which is kind of cool. And It has the ultra wideband uh, LTE or the, not the uh, wide. Uh, oh the yeah, faster LTE. Um, so you know, I I am interested in Wi-Fi six. I still don't have a Wi-Fi six router because I only have a yeah. one Wi-Fi six device, which is my uh, Pro Max phone. Um, even right. though I have two brand new MacBooks that still don't have it, which is kind of. Even the Air 2020 doesn't nope, have it? Nope. Still the same Wi-Fi 5. Really? It's crazy. Okay. And uh, Yeah. Uh, that, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. So, I, you know, I, I think I would just, like, want to see how fast I could get uh, speed-wise, and then that would be it for a one-time uh, fun party thing. But that was, you yeah, know, that's about it. So, only other thing I just thought of it
0: the, the hang up is what potentially could be is 5G. This phone does not have 5G. You know. How important is 5G? And and I'm I mean, so we're going to go under the assumption when the iPhone 12 comes out, that's probably going to have 5G. But there's very little 5G coverage going on around. Uh, well, around exactly, the world. I, and I thinking, that's
1: a lot of that's been halted or at least paused for the time being. Right. So I mean I th- would generally agree with you that I think the next iPhone, the, t- the flagship model, will have 5G. But I also wonder if they really start to stagger the, you know, the Pro 12 model versus the 12 whatever. Um, you know, Personally, I would love to see the iPhone 12 Max Pro what have uh, USB-C as well as a connector. Um, so I think they will probably have some phones with 5G, but it's really not going to be at a critical mass until 2021 or 22 at this point. Uh, you know, right. 4G LTE slash 5G evolution, whatever nonsense at and calls their thing. <laughs> the speeds are good, right? And yeah. in terms of power consumption, in terms of cost, 5G is yet to be really proven as, as a necessity. Now, there are some arguments that with us working from home and the lack of latency on video conferencing, it could be a good boon to 5G out there. Um, but that's really yet to be seen in in, in the broader spectrum of of the of usage.
2: Okay. It's still, right, you know, well, to to release a phone. Ahead. That my my thought is to to release a phone this late without it. It's it's not a it's not a great look. Um, you know, you say it's not going to be ready for a few years, and that's true. But for people who hold on to their phones for a few years, eventually they're going to be missing out. They'll have a, the the FOMO of not having a five G phone um, yeah. when five G kind of rolls out. Um, you know, it's. Always good to you know, uh, faster is always better. But uh, it's not like the phone's going to be useless. But eventually, it's going to be phones that could only do three G, like the same situation of the three G and four G and LTEs. You know, if you're stuck yeah. on a three G network, uh, you eventually have to upgrade. So, um, you know, it it's it would have been nice, but with this price point, I don't think it was going to be possible to to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the pre-orders are uh, tomorrow,
0: as we record this, on April seventeenth. Pricing starts at three ninety nine. Um, bargain. If you need, if you're, you're in the market for a new iPhone, uh, I would jump on it. Uh, see what you do and get grab 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 one and we'll definitely be hearing more from other with other folks once they get them in their hands so a lot of the uh, reviewers uh will be uh checking it out i'm sure i know renee renee richie will be checking it out and they will be uh, and others so we'll definitely we'll be listening to see what their thoughts are once they get them in their hands i mean we could talk about all the specs and look what it's at but you want to get it in your hands and that's the hard part because the apple stores of course in most of the world are closed uh, because of the pandemic so um but it'll definitely be interesting to see where it goes so let's uh, let's switch gears here a little bit, and uh, the iPad, the iPad uh, uh, Pro. Uh, Warren and I had talked about it uh, in the last couple of weeks when it came out, um, and our our last thoughts were uh, we both have the iPad Pro 2018 edition, and decided we thought uh, we're okay and happy with these models because they basically have the same processor as the uh, as the Pro 2020, uh, but it was the A12. Uh, x versus the a12z um but uh barry you have which i'm not surprised you always get all the new stuff uh and i know you love the 12.9 inch uh, ipad uh, pro which you got in your hands right now you're showing it on camera uh, on facebook live uh and uh i would love we would love to hear your your review of of it and uh, how it's been so far you've had it for what a couple weeks now right since it came out
1: exactly and you know not you know to to most people if they would say should i buy one over the other if they're the same price, of course, you want to go with a newer model. Um, and, and oh, I love the eighth GPU. That's that's the difference, right? Now, it's uh it is nice, it is a little bit faster. And again, it could be confirmation bias, right? I'm not running hardcore speed tests between the two devices, uh, but it just feels really snappy, right? It's it's there's mm-hmm. not that there's really a lag in the older version, but everything is smooth as butter, and part of that's the screen refresh and all that that's built into any of these yeah. iPads. But I do notice that there are certain features that because they can take advantage of some of the new features, which is like LiDAR. So using that uh, for the augmented reality, um, I have played around with some of the sites. Apple, you can put an iPad on your desk virtually to see what it looks like. And I did that with Mm -hmm. my old iPad just to see what it looked like. And I was like, it was really good. But with this one, it just seems to lock in place. It seems solid, which is weird if I'm talking about augmented reality. But that's one of the definite differences where you don't feel like it's good, it's cool. Now you're feeling like this is truly functional. And if you use the app, the measuring app, which is kind of a, it was kind of a gimmick with, with AR, it was like, well, this is kind of neat. I can measure the side of something, especially if I'm out and about well, with my iPhone. But having used that with the iPad, it's like, wow, I really do feel like I have a tape measure that's used that once it locks into that corner that I'm measuring and I move it, to get to the other side mm-hmm. or across, it's solid. So whatever that technology is, is really good. I, I would really like to see more of what's gonna happen. And of course, I think we all know this is a predecessor to something else that's gonna come in a couple of years. But fine, let's test it right. out on this technology. Let's see what it can do. Beyond that, it really, I think the, the, the rest of it is software based and new hardware based and I think we all, you know, you know, we know where we're going with this one is the trackpad. Um, I've, you can play with it now. You can certainly in thirteen point four supports all this across these devices, and it's nice. I, I've tried it with a trackpad just to get familiar with it, and for editing yeah. for things of the nature, if you're doing a lot of Word docs, pages, that's where it really excels in having a trackpad. But I'll say from my perspective it's still taking my hands off the keyboard and moving one hand off to the trackpad. And that's not ideal, mm-hmm. but having the built in keyboard trackpad combination with a new magic uh, keyboard, that's what I'm really looking forward to because then it's more like a MacBook, And I mean this in a positive way that the, the trackpad is right there, right? It's at my thumbs. I'm not moving my hand much and I can do a lot because one of the most common gestures I do today is to scroll with the screen. That's one of my favorite parts of using the iPad and touch experience is the simple natural feeling of scrolling the screen. But if I don't have to move my hand off the keyboard and I can just use my thumb and do the same thing or two fingers, perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to give me a real boost in terms of productivity. I think from a work perspective, this is one of the last final hurdles. So it's always that legacy applications that I can't control. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the last user hurdles of making a single device be the work experience for, for the, the iPad. So that's, yep. that's my quick review in, in a nutshell. I mean, two weeks later, I'm, I mean, I'm loving the device. It's absolutely rock solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have an 18, I really wouldn't say get a new one. Yeah. I would say get the new keyboard. And Dave, I know you're going down that path and, I, and I'd be really curious to hear yep. your feedback once you get that in hand.
0: Yeah, and then uh, just before we get to the keyboard, I wanted to get to just get your thoughts on um as far as iOS in itself. Mm-hmm. You, you you pretty much are in iOS most of the time. You don't use a Mac much, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, if I'm doing work things, so like even like our call. Now I've got a Mac because I've got three screens going here, but my iPad's what I'm still using for our show notes and messaging and so forth. Yeah. And since I do travel a tremendous amount, the iPad's the only device I bring. Um, the iPad yeah. is more for Driving larger screens, doing larger, you know, spreadsheets, things of that nature. But mm-hmm. I'm really feeling that just even the experience of using the trackpad in Numbers or Excel makes it a little bit easier to navigate. Again, it's reducing the friction from a user experience to the point of going, "Well, I don't think I need to carry my MacBook on, on certain trips. If I think, you know, if I'm gone for like a week, I might grab it. Uh, any short trip, I don't." Um, so this is right. really, I think, going to be uh, the next step. And, but then it's just like anything else. And we can go back to the Steve Jobs quote of the Mac being the truck and the iPad being the car. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Let's give choices. we go back to the SE. You want Touch ID, you've got the SE. You want Face ID, you've got these other phones. You want the Mac, you want the iPad. Apple's hitting on all these choices and all their cylinders. And I think that's the great way to go. It would be wonderful if we could say, well, we just have one device for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way, especially if I look at the younger generation of the workforce. They want choice, they want portability, and this is what, what they're getting. Okay.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, I can, I can tell you that we're, both Warren and I are, decided to stay with our 2018 model. And we both uh, uh, purchased the, uh, the Magic Keyboard, uh, which went on sale, um, I believe it was yesterday, it was uh, open for pre order. Mm-hmm. And it still looks like you could uh, get it. Uh, it looks like the orders now is that. April 27th uh, to May 4th, but uh, I think we're going to get it April 24th. Um, But of course, both Bourne and I were lucky enough to have gift cards, so it dropped the price. Nice. That's my one. And I'm curious to know, uh, Barry, I mean, uh, Warren, I already know Warren's thoughts because, uh, he will refuse to try a touchpad uh, on, on the
2: iPad, right? I am not ruining the magic keyboard experience. I am just going straight into the, uh, um, I, I hooked up a, a Logitech mouse to it once, um, to play around with it. And the Logitech mouse is, uh, it's, it wasn't a cheap one. It has the, uh, it's almost like a magic mouse yeah. where You could rub the top of it to do the gestures. And, uh, It was cool, but it didn't do everything. So then I'm like, "Yeah, should I go out and buy a trackpad too? Magic trackpad too?" I'm like, "No, let's just let's just put the brakes on and wait till this thing comes out." So I was super excited when, uh, because the initial report said this thing wasn't coming out till like the end of May, and I was like, "Oh God!" So so the news broke yesterday. I'm like. It's, get out like, out it's, out it's my it. birthday, man. <laughs> so nice. I got to get out there. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm really excited I, for that uh, to come.
0: So, I mean, and you said you did try the, the touchpad, uh, the Magic touchpad on, on the iPad. And so you did get a little bit of experience with it, Barry?
1: Well, I, I was using a trackpad, the Magic trackpad, right, for the Mac. Yeah, I connected through I'm Bluetooth. Man. And again, the experience is really good. I kind of, I mean, I try to be pretty open and... This is my Apple bias, but it's like they understand user interface way better than most of us do, right? So the fact that it's not a little pointer, that it's a a circle that's more or less emulating your finger, I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. I thought it was intuitive. It seemed to make most of these tasks pretty easy. My frustration was moving my hand off the keyboard to the trackpad and then bringing it back to the keyboard. It's like, mm, for what I do, and again, this is my own use case. Um, I prefer to stay on a keyboard and learn keyboard shortcuts, right? Like there's some really cool swiping commands to get to the home screen, to switch apps. I'm like, wait a second. but I I can still do command tab on the the iPad keyboard. You know, I can do command H to go to the home screen. That's intuitive to me. And I'd rather do that than even even probably still with a trackpad attached to the uh, keyboard. I'd probably Mm. still use those. But there are other things like swiping between apps. I find that intuitive. Now, maybe that's, me but i'm looking forward to having that built in so i take advantage the the you know the swiping between apps you know having um uh the apps on the side those features i think will be make the uh, multitasking type features become more usable overall
0: okay I'm ex- I'm excited to see how this case really works, well as as it shows in the pictures. And we got we were drooling when they first released this, that it that sits and suspends in midair, and mm-hmm. it's in it, uh, it's in the multiple positions because that was the one downfall to uh, you you have the the, uh, the, the keyboard case uh, very now, and uh, that that killed me right. because it you it, had the uh, two,
1: you had basically two slots you can put it into, and they weren't bad, but right. now you can really go full on, as high or low as it'll let you and i think a lot of people will especially,
0: appreciate that yeah especially if you're on a plane mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot easier to angle yeah. it um uh, although i remember always telling my story on i that i should not have put my ipad in the back pocket of the, of the seat and someone bumped it and my ipad came crashing off that case that's i'm curious to know how that uh, magnet is going to be how strong it is that, uh, that it uh, that it keeps it you know without falling yeah. i'm also know? curious on
2: how how tight it's going to fold up you know, yeah, that's, eventually, that's if you have this and the keyboard, and you fold it up, and you know how much smaller and easier to travel is is it than like a MacBook Air? And that if you have to make the decision between a MacBook Air and an iPad to bring with you, you know, then then I yeah. probably bring the Air. So it's got to be it's got to be you know somewhat more convenient than a laptop, and uh, size is going to matter. Yeah. So you know, I'm yeah. looking at the picture now, and it doesn't look too thick so hopefully it's a yeah. it's a good uh, thing and also well, it will protect it right it's got the yeah. uh it's got the back is fully covered and the keyboard yeah then that, that hinge the
0: hinge looks pretty solid yeah. too Yep. Yeah.
2: so of course the only
0: difference for us is going to be the camera because the camera is smaller on our ipad pro 11 uh, we have the Levens, uh, the uh, 2018 <clears throat> model, so the opening is going to be larger, but at least it's going to be set up enough that it's not going to block the camera if you want to use it still. Yep. yep. um, so it will, look kind of, it will look kind of weird, but just
2: it's put exciting. a stick in there, it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't, but what the <laughs> uses a back camera on the iPad, anyways? So.
1: hey, must say, yeah, we, we've <laughs> talked about that. Do you, do you use the, Do you use the camera I do occasionally? I mean, it's, it's handy again, mostly for work functions, right? Because I'm taking screenshots yeah. of notes and things like that i don't i'm not the crazy person at the concert holding up an ipad yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah no that's that's what the phone's for so
0: all right um so uh i think our last uh, topic for tonight is going to be is this bad boy i got everybody you guys can see it. nice um sonic on the, Facebook. the, sonic the Hedgehog.: uh, this is the the sonic i call it sonic <laughs> like the, the way you open up here this is the uh, sonos uh, move um uh, luckily, lucky enough, I'm working for a wonderful company that, uh, I celebrated 20 years uh, with them, which is Congratulations. great. And, yeah, I couldn't thank you. I can drink, drink to that with your wine that you're drinking. Nice. So, um, yeah, this, this is a, this is a solid speaker. I was very impressed with, uh, what, what, it, what it has to offer. Um, and I had a few people razzing me and say, oh, you shouldn't be buying this. It's not Apple product. And cause you got, you have the home pods. Um, um, but you know what? The big thing that this is, this has a battery and, and this thing, um it's got uh, it's got the back the back of it has a handle that you really it's solid uh when you hold it in your hand so um you can carry it around with you put it anywhere and it doesn't have to um it, it doesn't have to uh, it doesn't ha- uh, have to be that difficult to carry it around you set it down and, and it's battery powered it runs off a of wi-fi so the wi-fi in itself is going to allow you to be able to use services like uh amazon a lady and you can also use uh, the google assistant and, and and ask you and you choose so you can set it up to uh, to have either one of those services and then th- it turns it into a, a smart speaker basically um it is weatherproof and it's drop resistance even though this is pretty heavy this thing probably weighs about four or five pounds it's it's heavy um, um but the cool thing is for apple it's it's airplay two compatible at nice. home and it and it's also home kit enabled as well and so every device will work with it so you even with your mac with your with your iphone ipad any ios device it's going to work other great thing that this thing has is it has the fact that you can use it with um, bluetooth as well so if wi-fi isn't available and it's not on the uh, um, uh, you're not it's not available then you convert it to a bluetooth speaker and then of course you've got your devices already hooked up to it via bluetooth then you got sound Speaking of sound, sound quality is amazing. Um, you know, I I do like the HomePods; they are nice, but the fact that I have this uh, able to to bring with me anywhere is awesome. And so, I, I want to have really good sound with me, and not have a bulky uh, speaker. This is this this one is 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 really good for outdoor and indoor listening. And um, um, uh, so really really good uh good uh, setup it was real simple easy to set up uh sonos is known for having their great app so they have an app on the on the ios um so really easy to set it up um and it you can set up any of your Sonos devices in here as well. So if, if you have any Sonos speakers that you have, very easy to use. Um, all the apps, I mean, I said, I went nuts. I wanted to set up just like all the crazy amounts of apps in here. So I've got like TuneIn and AccuRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Audio, Audible, Google Play Music. I can keep going. SiriusXM is available. Radio.com, uh, Stitcher. Um, so is even available for for podcasting so um, so it, it all has that control in within the app and I can I can initiate the listening of any of those um, uh, any of those sources in there uh, in the room you set up rooms it gives you a place to set that up easy to search for different things on those apps if you're looking for a specific song or artist it's got it built into the app so you can hit it right away as, as opposed to having to go into the individual apps um, so you just set up an account you set up the system real simple, real easy. Um, nice. the, the big thing is it's pricey. It is pricey. So, um, if you're in the market to look at the speaker, uh, the Sonos, uh, Mo- move, is called Sonos move. Um, it starts at it's $399. So, um, that's, uh, that, that's the one, uh, thing. If you're on a budget that might be a little tough, um, to, uh, to jump in on there. Uh, bear, what'd you think?
1: No, I mean, I think it's it's on par with the HomePod in many ways. From what you're describing, from a quality perspective, it's got the feature yeah. sets, yeah. and I think because it's AirPlay two compatible, it works well with your 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 devices. And why wouldn't right. you want that? I love the portability factor. I think that's fantastic. Is. That's one this thing, thing that's...
0: I mean. You, you've seen this. I mean, this is great. I yeah, mean, and and I think a device
1: and it's, that's going to be that type of quality needs to have some heft to have good sound quality. Right. I mean, the the HomePod is a good example, but the HomePod is tethered to a power right. port, So that's right. where I think this is a really sweet device that would fit in well with any environment. Um, I haven't gone down the Sonos route only because I probably would jump in. I wasn't expecting
0: to either, but you know, <laughs> I, you, you I, can't not twist my arm when I get a free, well, exactly. uh, a nice free gift. So <laughs>
1: but I, I think that's, <laughs> so, yeah, it would definitely be something that if I needed uh, a, a speaker um you know for something that's portable around the house i would 100 percent look into something
0: like that yeah um this is uh, i'm showing this on camera so you the guys can see it in uh, facebook live this is the charging ring that the that the uh uh the sonos uh move uh, pops into it has 10 hours of battery life nice. so it'll last you a full, a full day pretty much a full day's worth of, right. of music Dave's dance you, party uh, it is 10 hours yeah, I'm bringing it over to to to, to the to, to your event that we'll be talking about in a minute here. There you go. Uh and uh it uh it it is a really solid device. Uh have you looked at any of the Sonos stuff, uh Warren at all? I, I have, have a before? I have a
2: Sonos one uh speaker that I, oh, you do? That okay. I in an auction and uh yeah it, it's it's fine. It's great. I love you know I like the fact that uh you could uh Bluetooth to it, you could airplay to it. Uh the Sonos one has uh I'm sure this thing does too, but it has uh the A-Lady right. uh, integration, it also has G uh, a, a, yep. G-Lady in there too. So it's got a couple of that. Yep. Um, so it does both, Google and, and, yeah, and Amazon. So, so does the Simus one. Um, and the portability thing is kind of cool. Um, I have, they don't even sell them anymore. I have a Amazon Echo Tap, um, which yeah. is um, <laughs> it's sort of a really cheap version of that, but it basically has a charging ring and it, it's a battery and, Um, You could uh, take it with you. So, um, you know, it's 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 great. Um, You know, when you're dealing with streaming service, I think Apple was kind of like, you know, let's not make our speakers too portable because you know it kind of depends on the internet to kind of work, and you may not be near the internet. So that might be something that the new HomePods might do differently because uh, other people are doing it too. But um, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, I found their app is pretty good, but when things don't work, they really don't work. And I had to play around with the app a little bit. so um, But yeah, I, I like some of stuff, it sounds pretty good. All right.
0: So uh, I'll, we'll put links in the show notes so you can see uh, what, what this is all about. Um, I definitely recommend it. If, uh, you're look, if you're in the market for a speaker, you want to spend a little extra money, but have the portability. I think the key of that is portability and battery um uh this is definitely for you and you're like 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 Barry said you're not like with the HomePod you're locked to the to a power cord you got to plug it in so and it's not and it can't be really used outside you really shouldn't be with uh, with the HomePod whereas this one this is solid for uh, for that as well so um yeah did you did you have any apps that uh uh did you have any apps that, that have come across uh, uh well the Quibi we talked about Quibi. did we talk about Quibi last week yeah we did call about Quibi. Um, Have you, uh, I haven't spent, I haven't spent enough time in with it. Uh, we probably, if you want to revisit that, yeah. Tell us what, what you think so far.
2: So I downloaded it and um, I, I found a T-Mobile uh, offer. So I did that. Good. Um, And I watched one show. I watched the Christie's court, which was cute, Um, but that was about it. Silly. Silly. <laughs> um, and, and I, and I flipped <laughs> her husband's on like every other episode. Yeah. And I flipped the phone. I flipped it from top to, you know, change of views. So, Right. Yeah, it's 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 neat. Um, whether I'm gonna go back in there to watch anything. Somebody told me the um, the TMZ thing is pretty cool, and there was something else that uh they said you should watch. So it might have a couple good things to kill some time with.
1: Have you have you have you checked out Quibi, uh, uh, Barry? No, I'm generally not a big TV guy, and that's just me. I mean, there's all sorts of good stuff out there. I, I did finish Picard, um, <laughs> which I enjoyed. Me too. And, uh, but other than that, no, I've, uh, I, I've been actually been jumping into Apple Arcade um, since oh, okay. that was something that's been kind of laying dormant. But with us working from home or being at home, I'm like, let's give, let me give it a shot, right? Because I buy games. I want to support developers. So I'm like, let's look at these options. And for effectively $5 a month, how can I go wrong for a, for a month or two? And I found two that I have absolutely loved. Uh, one is the most weird golf game, and it's not even really fair to call it a golf game. It's called What the Golf. Yeah,
2: yeah, I got and one. okay, I yeah, and know. it's
1: and it's just it's it's creative, it's fun. It it takes a lot of other video games and incorporates them into a golf platform, but it's not golf. It's if you don't like golf games, don't yeah. worry. It it is a blast to the point where I actually came downstairs one one day and. I found my daughter playing it and she's like, gee, I hate golf. <laughs> so, but she loves the game. It's it's fun. It's creative. The sound, the graphics, it's all a blast. The other one that I found, which is an adventure style game is called Jenny LeClue, And this one is about you're playing her. She's a, a teenager who wants to be a big time detective. And then she finds herself in a mystery and it's cr- again, very creative, great dialogue. Um, it kind of breaks the wall between the author and the characters. It's it's kind of bizarre times in a good way. And it's one of those games, it's like playing an adventure again back in the old days where I'm like, okay, like when we're done here with the podcast, I'm going to go down and play another chapter because it's just, it's it's a great story. And so those would be my two recommendations of, other than, of course, Pokemon Go.
0: Okay. And um, I will talk about kind of an app slash um, device. I just got...
2: I had an old Roku. Do you guys ever dabble into Roku at all? Have a Roku device? Not really. I have one okay. TV in a spare bedroom that has Roku on it, and from what I saw, it was great. Actually, I'm a little, you know, yeah, it's actually a good I was interface. Impressed. Yeah.
0: I had one of the really old uh, Roku sticks, TV sticks that were the, then. Um, so I, I decided, you know, I'm going to go pull. I pulled it out of my box of stuff because I have, you know, I've got. Bo- like we all, all three of us, have boxes of stuff and uh i uh, put that uh pulled that out plugged it in and realized that it's it's pretty outdated and it's pretty slow <laughs> so all of a sudden roku popped up an offer oh here we can get you the new express plus uh version and it'll only cost you 15 bucks I'm like okay what the heck so i grabbed that and then uh really what i was looking for is because i'm a comcast customer of comcast cable um they have been in beta for a while they've had the comcast uh, the xfinity stream app as as uh, available um on the roku which tells me i'm paying fifteen dollars one time to have that hooked up to enough an, an additional tv and then i don't have to pay for a box every month from comcast because i can just deal with the interface and and watch it on there it, it worked pretty good you know if you have x1 uh with with comcast it's it's tough to it's tough to uh, not want that because it's got pretty decent navigation um so um uh, check that out uh, I, I think a, a new one if you buy it now is like 30 or 40 bucks but it, it works with that as well as all the other apps including apple tv it, it works with and all the you know all the basic apps you can even think of that are on there um you you can you can deal with so it, you just i would uh, recommend checking that out and uh and uh doing that so um with that we're getting at the end of the show here and um barry you kind of wanted to share something with uh the with the listeners that yeah. you've got going on i'm i'm excited to play and yeah, maybe I, warren will join us
1: yeah, absolutely and i know i love warren for you to join us and and any of our listeners here today is a lot of us play games right we have game nights at our house we invite people over have a good time but we can't really do that right now so looked into doing more of a virtual game night and a lot of people are doing these and there's all sorts of options. But one of the things I wanted to do was how do we still maintain the game experience with the face-to-face, having a video conference and the game all together. And so what I did is I'm using zoom as the video front end. I'm using Jackbox TV as the game and I'm using uh, loopback as the audio source because that allows me to route the audio between the game and all the people playing. And it's worked tremendously well in my tests and so on may 1st on friday i'm going to do this i think probably around six or so five or six o'clock at night chicago time and i can have 100 people join on zoom yeah so uh basically all you need to do is ping me on twitter just send me a dm at uh b which is f u l k b and uh send me a note say hey i want to play I'll send you an invite and we'll see you there on Friday, May 1st. Looking forward to this.
2: Cool. I, I love Jackbox. See if anybody stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jackbox is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to to see uh, where, uh, if, we get any, if we get anybody from Facebook or from the, the listeners uh, to come jump on to the, uh, just, just, uh, keep, the just yeah, keep the kids out. Keep the kids out. Yeah, so it, it is definitely
1: not the family-friendliest version.
0: Uh, the way I play it. Jackbox yeah. is not for
2: young kids. <laughs> no, but even so, though, if they, if they join it, they, I have a, an Oculus Go VR setting. You could do kind of similar things where you could go into a game room and play, and everybody's having fun, and all of a sudden all these kids join, and they just keep talking, and they're not playing, and you got to get rid of them. So you got to make sure to kick the little kids out.
1: Yeah, no, no, not a problem. <laughs> But uh, no, it it is a lot of fun and it's a nice way to keep in touch with people. And, you know, I've been, you know, this is the five year, you know, or really six year coming for the, up for uh, the Midwest yeah. Mac barbecue and Mac stock. So I'm going to reach out to some of those people that, that, you know, I, I found my original invite list for the, the barbecue and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just sending some emails out, get some new yeah. people on there. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm on the list. Thank you. You are on the list. You were the first <laughs> invite. So I just want to make sure you know, people have a good time and we can provide different ways of doing this. It's really just there for us to have a good time
0: yeah um and uh it, it'll be a lot of fun and and, and you just mentioned max stock it's a, we had some sad news uh, with everything that's going on in the uh, the world of uh, of the coronavirus uh, unfortunately uh Mike Potter and our, our good friend had to, to cancel max stock for this year in 2020 but we're gonna he's bringing it back in 2021 it's gonna be three full days which I'm yep. super stoked about so that's gonna be a lot of fun so we're gonna we're going to have like a full friday saturday and sunday so we have to take day off on friday to to, to have some fun but uh, i think that's going to be a lot of fun and who knows we may even come up with something virtually as as like like there is with the with the midwest mac barbecue here with uh uh with jackbox uh who knows you might might even see something virtually coming up soon for mac stock as well we don't uh we don't know yet but uh there's been some discussions but we'll see but uh yeah it was sad but uh but this was year can go too uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Warren, keep, keep razzing Warren, uh Guy, uh, Cyril and I, uh, keep razzing him. Why aren't you going to MaxDoc? <laughs> uh,
2: this was going to be the year. So, this is the one year I got permission to go. Oh, well, because
0: your wife's moving here, so then then it then it kind of just, but <laughs> you're going to have to do it next year. Eventually, I'll live there, so I'll, I'll there you go. Uh, I'll
2: have no excuse.
0: Yeah, eventually you're going to live in Chicago, and then that's going to be awesome. So, All right, guys, uh, let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up here. Um, That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback, at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, why don't you go to our website at intouchwithiOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Barry, where can everybody find you?
1: So Best Bet is also on Twitter at Falkb. It's F-U-L-K-B. That's F-U-L-K-B. Um, if you do play Pokemon Go, um, feel free to send me a friend request. Yes. And that code is 5540 4580 7252 at all, so I think you got to put that in the show notes. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, if you're a Pokemon guy, uh, uh check it out. I think you're, you you might got me close I here. Might, I might start Come doing it. You. Uh, you, you got me real well, close. And, uh, and look, what's uh, nice uh, is that
1: they've really made changes in Niantic, which runs this. They've got several games they've got Ingress, they've got Pokemon Go, they've got Wizards Unite, yeah. the Harry Potter one, and they've really changed the game so you can play them at home. And I think that's really smart. So you don't have to worry about going out and spinning your stops or, or battling or whatever. Um, and it's 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 just a ton of fun. I mean, I've been playing now obviously yeah. for several years, um, and they keep making adjustments to the game, making more fun for both the new player as well as the uh, long-term players like myself.
0: All right. So Warren, you're gonna have to start doing Pokemon too. Well, um, and that, I, was, that was I was gonna did say for
1: to Warren, a while, and
2: then I stopped. Yeah.
1: I was going to go to Philadelphia. They actually had a safari zone uh, in Philadelphia scheduled for the first week of May. Um, I have my tickets okay. booked. I've got an Airbnb.
2: And... Oh.
1: Yeah. Man. So
2: The best that. I could tell you is next time you come out, if they don't have that, uh, I live uh, about 10 minutes from Sesame Place amusement park. Oh, there and you go. If you if you need to hunt Pokemons, that's where they all live. Oh, I, I bet. Mall, and it was just like uh, <laughs> Pokemon everywhere. You, you couldn't go. <laughs> five feet without one so awesome There you go. and well, when you're not time. doing
0: Pokemon Warren uh, yep. where can everybody find you
2: uh, I do hang out on the Facebook uh, I uh, do a Mac to the Future uh, uh, Facebook group uh, with a couple other people um, talk about Apple stuff talk about technology uh, today we talked about um, somebody yeah, what did we talk about Bill, Bill, And somebody posted a picture of Bill Gates and whether he's evil, <laughs> whether he's evil or not, because he's a philanthropist now, but he's also Microsoft, so you know, eh, you got to figure that one out. Um, I like him personally, but any case, um, so I do that. I'm uh, W. Uh, on Twitter that I never check, and I do um, the show here, and I do the show with uh, a UN guy on Wednesday nights uh, called uh, Max the Future Go, eight PM, Go. eight PM Eastern Standard Time.
0: Yes, we have a lot of fun on Max the Future Co. So,
2: all right, guys. Thanks, Warren.
0: Thanks, Barry. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for listening, everybody. And cheers, and we'll talk to you again soon.